Hello and a big welcome to the aid station. Today, hugely excited to be heading to Brazil, one of the countries that has been most hit by COVID. It's been really tough there and looking forward to hearing some amazing insights from an inspirational man, Daniel Krutman, who's the CEO of Ticket Agora, and he's joining us from Sao Paulo in Brazil. Hey, Daniel, great to see you. Hi, Chris. Thank you for having me around. And it's nice to talk to you. It's nice to talk to all these people that are seen as all around the world. Um, best time we have in here. Thank yeah. you. Wonderful, wonderful. We had a great chat last week where you kindly did an interview from me, of me. And uh, yeah, just so, so great to hear some of your story in the, in the lead up to that. You've got a great story to tell. And why don't we start by hearing a little bit of your background, please, Daniel. Okay, let's go. Uh, so, Chris, I am currently the CEO from Ticket Agora, which is like Ticket Now in Portuguese. And we are the biggest sellers of registrations here in Brazil. We had like uh, 850 clients right now that are all event organizers in Brazil. Uh, we had like 25 to 30 uh, percent of share of market. Uh, so, we are the biggest here around. And of course, now we are struggling a lot against the pandemic status, but there your numbers from from 2019. I think you said 800,000 registrations across. That's it. Yeah. That's it, and more than 2,000 events all around Brazil. We we like we estimate that we have 7,000 events, sport events here in Brazil per year, and they are all lockdown right now but uh, as my background I had worked from four years in uh, event producers to to sports here in Brazil and then I went to Chiquetagora I'm already there for six five and a half years and now I'm leading this uh, great challenge we had big uh, uh, achievements in the past in the very short pass in 2019 we had like this great growing and now is the time that we have to stay stronger than ever so my background in sports it's from 10 years by now i worked in content before i'm and uh, from my graduation i am an advertising man then i went to several mbas and and all this stuff and now i'm ready to to talk to you about our crisis and our uh, tough time around. Wow, I mean, what what a great background, and and, and you're a student, thank you, and you're a, you know before we before we came on on air, you were saying you know you've been teaching people digital integration yeah. of sports, so you love to share your knowledge, and 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 you've been studying as a futurist as well. So 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 a man who loves education, which is wonderful, and digital so crucial to our industry, and and even more crucial now in these tough times. Tell us about. You know, what, what's life like in Brazil at the moment? You know, I've read some really yeah. tough stuff in the papers, but tell us what it's like from your perspective. Uh, every single day, we hear that we achieved the peak. Uh, we, we are breaking records day after day on death and, our, and on new, new people with COVID. And so it's the, the very worst time to be around here. Uh, we say that we are in the worst place to, to have COVID right now in the world, in the whole world. And we, we got like 4,000 deaths per day right now. I don't know where it's going to be, where, where we're going to get with that. But our government 
uh, I'm, I'm not entering in this aspect on this conversation, but uh, it's it's uh, natural to say that our government was the, the worst, was very uh, incom uh, incompetent in how to deal to, with COVID since the beginning. So now we are like um, getting what what this planted uh, like few, few months ago. So now we have this worst uh, scenario and all the things are locked down. Uh, we have no uh, commerce that are not like very, very uh, needful for people that are open. Everything is quite closed right now. And so there is all the events, not just sports events, but all the events market is like struggling to, to be alive and to like get through it. And I don't know, it's it's a worse scenario, man. We, we have like the hospitals are all packed up. We have no more uh, units for treatment, intensive treatment around. We have like 200,000, 200% uh, of uh, the hospitals packet. I mean, it's the worst case. And I think, I'm sorry to say that we are in the worst place to, to deal with COVID in the whole world right now. That's our feeling. Yeah, yeah. And and, and, and just quickly talk about the lockdown. What, what does that mean? You're allowed to go out to, to exercise, to run, to walk. You're allowed to go and get groceries. And that's about the, the extent of life at the moment, is it? No, it's, uh, uh, we can leave home. It's not that locked down, but commerce is, uh, are not open. Malls are not open. Shoppings are not open. Streets are not open. Uh, we we can like go around with our kids and to walk around the neighborhood, but uh, all in masks, of course, and all with protection, of course. Uh, now it's entering the winter as well. So we have another uh, uh, problem that are flu problems uh it's coming uh just in the worst period of of covid as well so now the feeling is not that good we're not lucky in in house but we are like very uh, short limited options to do around wow and the economy which was struggling even before covid has, has uh, as you've alluded to has, has been decimated uh, re really tough well, so I mean, you know, I think clearly lots of challenges, but but share with us, you know, what what have been the biggest challenges during COVID, and, and you know, how have you managed to overcome some of those? Well, I, I think the main one is to keep hope around. Uh, as we talk with, with our clients, they are like all very uh, sad and and in a bad mood right now. Uh, they're all people with different backgrounds. They, they have, we have big clients, we have medium clients, and uh, we have small clients. They, they're feeling very lonely right now because they think that they could do something about this problem that they could not. And we keep telling them right now. So our big ch biggest challenge is to keep everything like um, with a hope with some light in the end of the tunnel, you know, and we have to keep the spirit up. So this is the, the main challenge here in my company as well. We, we try to like keep growing, keep uh, growing as persons, as a team, as a uh, culture. And we we are working a lot in culture, we, in strategy, we're being creative. It's, it's a time to be creative. It's the best time to be creative as well. Uh, I think that uh, we we having to look um, 
inside, it's it's a very good time to be creative. So I think the main challenge is this hope, hope challenge. And to keep a narrative, to keep a storytelling that inspires and keep people moving, uh, because we're gonna get it. We're gonna go after it. Yeah, and I think the point you make is, you know, hope uh, is. There's no doubt in my mind that, and I, I was on a hosted a webinar last night for World Athletics. The future is incredibly bright for our industry all over the world. We have a massive role to play. You know, there was some research that, that was, was shared there and I, and I keep seeing more and more research about the number of people that have taken up running, the number of people that have taken up cycling, the really interesting one we had run repeat last night and they were talking about, you know, people are seeing outdoor as a replacement for the gym with no intention of going back to the gym. Many people are saying outdoor is the way we want to go and our industry is so well positioned as long as it can be creative. So that creativeness of being able to bring people to our events and uh, you know, you, you're a, you know, I always like to, to talk about leadership on, on the aid station and you're a real leader. You're doing so much work in, in the community. Uh, talk to us about you know, leadership for you, what does it mean? Some of the things you're doing with the alliance that you helped to seed in Brazil of bringing the industry yeah. together for the first time. It's crucial with that hope to have leadership to, 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 to kind of instill the hope and lead us out of it. I think for the first time in this history of this industry here in Brazil, we have some uh, connection between the players uh, from, from the day I began in this, I don't remember that uh, different players were talking about anything. Uh, and now they are like getting really together and discussing the future of this market and trying to be uh, uh, more positive because they are together and this makes them strength, uh, more strong. So um, my my role in all of this was like to to uh, to be a facilitator something like that i put these people together and i connect people that that's one of my main jobs around so i have to keep going uh connections all the times because i think that's how people can strive you know it's how they get success from what is what is happening now and i always say about a net about a thing that a network a real network not just a social network a network that like stays if you you if you like take one of one of these dots out you know so i think we are in this kind of leadership here it's uncent uh, it's like uncentralized everyone is uh, it's a leader it's empowered to be a leader and i think my role in this is to empower people and to say that Yes, they can talk and nothing's going to happen if uh, just good things are going to happen. And also in my team, as I told you, to keep hope up and to keep the, the good spirit, you know, that's that's the thing we, we need more to recognize ourselves as persons and not just as a company. Yeah, the whole power of collaboration, which has been, you know, there have been many positives that have come out of this. But what I've seen industry wide is exactly what you pointed to people who always viewed themselves as competitors are now sitting at the same table saying for the, better, for the better of the industry if we're a strong industry uh, the next time something like this comes along we're going to be much more resilient if we can lean on each other so talk about your your kind of uh, you know you know one of your leadership principles which you've already shared is you know this whole importance of connecting people 
but you know any other kind of leadership principles any great mentors you've had you know we've got so many people that watch the podcast that are future young leaders of the industry we were talking the other day i think our industry is going through a massive transformation and we're, we're going to have this amazing influx of, of of new young leaders which every industry need but any if 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 they were listening here what would be some of your your guiding tips that you might share with a young person that aspires to to be a leader in our industry uh, i like a lot to quote my grandfather and i had the the opportunity and the the great i mean uh, the great chance to to be very stick to him very around him and he was very wise man and all the great lessons I remember was coming from him. And then I always seek from people who looks like him around and to like pick up some quotes and some stories from them. So here I, I would like to, to quote Chip Conley, which is the, the, the guy that inspired that, that movie, The Intern with, um, I think is with De Niro and this guy, he worked on Airbnb when, in the start of Airbnb, uh, side by side with the CEO and uh, with the CDO. And he was like an advisor to them. And the history is how he like he emerged again in his life. He, he, he thought that he was lost because he was like 60 or 55 in the market, uh, in the startup market. And this guy, he says something that touched my heart. A lot, and I, I had the, the opportunity to see his lecture once in South by South in Austin, Texas. So this guy he said something like that: that learning is the elixir of life. And he said that we must keep learning. We have we must keep our ears, our eyes, our heart open. And that for me, it's what keeps the leadership going on to listen to people, to be listenful, not just listen, to really listen with intention, with love, really having the, this, this vibe on listening. This is when creativity uh, emerges. This is when the best uh, uh, conversations emerge. And that's what I'm trying to do right now. So Chip Conley say, say that learning is the elixir of life and to listen is to learn. And I intend to keep learning all my life. That's that's the thing I have to say. Wow, great, great insight, fantastic insight. And as always, the time flies along. I always like to end on an inspirational piece. Uh, have you got an inspiring story that you'd, you'd love to share with the viewers? Uh, I think that today I had this, this good meeting around with organizers and was very emotional because because we are like striving we we are trying to to uh, to keep fighting and then was a time there was a crying so a, a good old organizer was crying and everyone who was in the room uh, was so touched and so inspired by his uh, suffering that uh, I think we all tried to change his life and to change his mind in the in this time, and it was incredible. So I think when a group of people are together, we can like think better and we can do better. So uh, this guy was feeling alone. So 
if I could say something is don't leave anyone alone. Uh, talk to people that you are together. Talk to people that, that you are side by side for anything that they need. Uh, you may not get to help them right away, but you know, feeling that you have something to, to back you up means much more than um, much more than money or success or I don't know or, or when it's gonna be everyone vaccinated when the events are around I think here is the time for us to build something that is stronger than uh, business. Wow, what what a, what a great a great story! And you know, so many people obviously feeling alone. Depression is skyrocketing, and you know, so wonderful for that man that he felt that he was in a safe enough space to be able to cry amongst business colleagues. Because I think that's one of the yeah. things in in many cultures, and and you know, even cultures that are accepting of crying is like you know, the whole kind of big boys don't cry thing. We shouldn't cry. Yeah, you know, to have here is not accepted at all. In a, in a business meeting, it's not accepted. Yeah, it was that. shocking. Congratulations for you to be for you to have built that that safe environment, Daniel. Thank we you. could talk for hours. It's uh, it, it, it's so wonderful to hear your story. I know we're going to continue to connect and work together and help you know exchange yeah. where we can. You know, I, I'm I'm loving learning from you and 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 being able to share with the event industry in Brazil because uh, there's no doubt that it's going to boom again. So. Uh, just you know to finish say thank, thank you, you so much for making the time and and all the very best over the next few weeks and months thank you chris appreciate very much you know we need your help your enthusiasm your information and we'll be here we are in brazil we are like we are not feeling alone because of you thank you oh thank you so much that's very kind of you take care daniel